Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's your host doing the most, Billy D. Welcome back to another episode of This Week Flows. How's everybody doing today? Man, oh man, oh man, what a great time to be alive. I'm just sitting here relaxing, guys, but thought I'd make an episode real quick. Give you guys a little bit of what I've been thinking about, man. I, I At first, I wasn't going to make this episode, but I said, you know what? Nah, I'm, I'm going to make this episode because... Everybody need to hear this shit. So, but I, I feel like not only do you need to hear this shit, you you need to hear it from my perspective. You need to hear it from my own view. So I'm going to take you guys through a look through my eyes, guys. And what do I want to talk about today? Taking your fucking time. Learning to be patient. Don't rush. Now, I'm, I know I made an episode about this earlier this year, about taking your time, not rushing, you know, taking things one day at a time. But now I kind of want to dive a little deep into it, a little more deep into this shit, guys. And how can I dive deeper into this shit? All right. Example one, taking your time. You want to take your time, guys, because let's say you at work and let's say you know how things at the job get crazy. And a lot of times at your job, your supervisor will tell you something. You know, let's say you worked at McDonald's or something or you you worked at Wendy's or something like that. A very fast paced environment. Customers coming in, ordering food, fast food, a lot of orders, a lot of a lot of moving around, a lot of communication that needs to be on display, meaning everybody needs to be talking to each other, communicating with each other and focusing on getting these orders out. Because at the end of the day, if them orders ain't getting out, you're going to hear it from management and you're going to hear it from supervisor. But you ever work for like a fast food place and you had to tell your boss no or you had to tell your boss it ain't time for that yet? It's, it's not even that time for that yet because your boss is moving around so fast. They didn't forgot what time it was. You know, like, for instance, I was working at McDonald's when I was 16 and I never forget it. I was we were sitting there making breakfast and it was a weekend. Now, if anybody know McDonald's back in the day, well, in Florida, I don't know how it is where you at, but during the week, breakfast, if you, you know, McDonald's served breakfast from like early in the morning, I want to say like three, four in the morning. I don't know what time they start serving breakfast, but I know they, when I went to high school, Monday through Friday, breakfast would end at like 1030 a.m. So... By 10, 15, 10 o'clock, we had to already be making orders. We had to be making lunch already. So while we were serving breakfast, yeah, we still serving breakfast, but we serving what's left of breakfast. If you if you get what I'm saying, we're focusing on, OK, lunch is about to be here. It's 10, 15. Lunch about to start in 15 minutes. And by the time lunch start, we got to have we got to have the product available. We got to have all the onions, pickles, tomatoes. Uh, the the meat from the gr- for the grill, um, the quarter meat meal, um, the, the the quarter meat, um, the quarter meat that you you know you know the quarter pounder, that meat we would get that meat from the freezer, and we would just have to have all we had to have everything available for lunch so we could start serving people for lunch, and I never forget it. It was a Saturday. I'm sitting here making breakfast and shit. You know, I'm on, I think I'm on the grill. I think I was making sausages and helping out with the table, you know, helping out with making the sandwiches and shit like that. And I never forget my manager. It was 1030 
And my manager came, man. She came running saying, what's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all? What are you doing? What are you doing? And we looking at her crazy because mind you, it's a Saturday. So it's not only is it busy, but it's it's breakfast time until 11. And at 1030, she came. I never forget it. 1030. I think she was getting back from a break or something like that. Because she had been gone for like 30 minutes or she had been gone for a while. So I guess in her mind, when she came back, she expected, you know, lunch to be ready or at least to be, you know, finished. You know, you know, lunch pretty much getting started. Pretty much it pretty much. She wanted all the pickles and all that shit to be available to make, you know, lunch, lunch uh, meals and stuff like that. And we was looking at her crazy like, motherfucker, it's Saturday. We ain't going to start doing prep for lunch until about 1030, 1045. And I never forget the look on her face when we told her that breakfast starts at 11 a day. It's Saturday. And she she gave us the, you know, you know that look somebody give you when they know they dead ass wrong and they want to apologize. That's the look she gave us. She gave us that like that deer in the headlight looks like, oh, shit. Like, oh, I, I forgot. Oh, damn. You know, but she's human. And we and, and we all laughed about it because we realized that, you know, we all human. Just because, you know, just because she's our manager and just because she was our supervisor, that don't mean that she ain't, you know, she's not human. We all forget. We all make mistakes, guys. That's why, you know, is is when you work for a job or you work for a business, people are going to make mistakes on your watch. You know, employees, you going to make mistakes. The assistant going to make mistakes. Mistakes are meant to happen. It's called life lessons. Call life lessons, guys. That's why I, I want to talk to you guys about not rushing into anything. Because when you rush into something, it's the quickest way to make a mistake. You have to know what you're getting yourself into. For instance, when I joined the Navy, I thought I knew what I was getting myself into. No, I was wrong. And, and what happened is I got blindsided by the politics of the Navy. It wasn't even the job itself in the Navy. It, it was the politics I had to deal with. All the bullshit I had to deal with outside of my job, outside of just doing my job, just the politics of being in the service and people trying to dictate what they want your life to be. That's why I I respect everybody in the Navy who took control of their destiny and fought for for everything they got. They fought for their orders. They fought for their their degree. They fought. They just fought like hell. I, I salute my hat to them tenfold because I didn't fight like that. I was just, they was rushing me to do all type of shit in the Navy. They damn near rushed me to go to Iraq and Afghanistan. I, I said, hell no. The hell I would. The hell I will. Now, I ain't going, to, I got ADHD. What the hell you think I look like getting shot at, dealing with bullets flying all of my goddamn head? And you want me to be the medic? You want me to be the medic on the field when bullets is flying over my head? Shit. Now, don't get me wrong. I probably could have did the shit. I probably could have did this shit, but I knew at the time I'm 19, 20 years old. I knew who I was mentally. I knew mentally I wasn't built for that. And I knew mentally if I was to get on that field with them killers, you know, the Marines, them devil dogs, shout out to the Marines. If I was to be a corpsman and get out on the field with them, more than likely I was going to fail my division, guys. I felt like I was going to fail my division. I was going to fail the group of guys I was with, guys. I really thought to myself, man, if them bullets fly over my head or we get a bomb or IED or something like that, fucking we get hit by one of those motherfucking IED bombs or some shit. I really felt like I would have panicked and failed my crew, guys. 
And I wouldn't want to tell that to their parents and tell that to their family and friends that I failed them. And I and I kind of foresaw that as I was a young sailor on shore duty. I was like, I told myself, I'll never forget my when they when they tried to force me to go um work with the Marines. I, t- I almost I almost sat them down and said, motherfucker, do you know how many mistakes I ha- been making? You do you know what type of fuck up I've been in the Navy so far? Shit, the only thing I've been doing is doing my job. And that's and that's because I really give a damn. But have you seen my test scores? Have you seen my evaluations? Have you have you even thought to ask me about what I will? But I realized that it wasn't about me. It was about them, guys. It was about them. Yeah, I'm going to say it. It wasn't it wasn't so much about me not wanting to go with the Marines. It was all they saw was, oh, you ain't you ain't picked your orders yet. Oh, you ain't you know, you ain't agreed to your orders yet. OK, we're going we're going to give you these orders now. Yeah, we know you want to go on the ship. We know you don't want to go train with the Marines. We know you want to stay blue side, but we don't want that for you. We don't want you to go blue side. We want you to go green side with the Marines. And from that point on, that was the point I said. I will never rush into anything else ever again. You got Billy D this time, but you'll never, ever get me to rush to do anything else ever again. Far as to that extent. You see what I'm saying? To that extent. I really feel like you're not going to rush me to do a damn thing no more. I kill you if I have to. I ain't going to rush to do shit no more, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not a killer. I ain't no killer. I'll be the first to tell you I am not a killer, guys. But I really feel like I have, if I have to, I'll fight for my I'll fight. I'll fight to the death before I make before I have anybody make me do something they don't want me to do. See what I'm saying, guys? That's just the 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 that's the life that I'm choosing right now. That's how I feel inside. That's how I really feel. I really feel that way. I really feel like you're not about to pressure me to do something I don't want to do no more. And I feel like now that I'm 30, I really feel that way. The hell with being pressured to do something you don't want to do. Because what happens is you'll get pressured to do something. And as soon as you fail, the whole world is against you. The whole world is blaming you. The whole world want to take your head off because you did some shit that you wasn't built for. Prime example, Takashi 69 Look at him. Look at the rapper Takashi Six Nine. He rushed. He rushed into joining the gang. He rushed into the spotlight. Rushed into the fame. Just rushing, 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 rushing. I need it now. I need it now. If that means I gotta join the gang and rob some people and act like I'm about that life, when in all actuality I ain't about half that fucking life. Takashi know he ain't about that life. But one thing I do know about Takashi, he miserable. He's miserable, guys. That man hurt. You guys can call him a snitch or you can call him a whatever you want to call him. That man hurt. That man is that man is is doing shit to hurt other people because he was hurt, guys. He was hurt. I, and how do I know? I listened to an interview Takashi 69 did about I want to say like a couple years ago, and he was talking about how his dad died and the depression that he went through with his dad dying and you know, he wouldn't take showers for days and, you know, weeks and things of that nature. I mean, I sat there and listened to Takashi 69. I kind of, you know, I, I found myself feeling bad for him because I understand that trauma that he felt as a kid. It, it was being transferred to him in his later stages in life. 
And mind you, he's still young, guys. He got out when he got out of prison. He was what, 22? I think he or he went to prison when he was 22. He, I think he's what, 25, 26, maybe right now. I don't, you know, he's in his mid 20s. Guys, he's still young. He's still a baby. That's why I kind of got off the, you know, I got off that bandwagon of, man, fuck 6ix9ine. He a snitch. Fuck him. I kind of got off that because I realized that, you know, he's still young. And he's so young, he don't even realize what he's doing until he's, until he's of age. He's not going to realize the mistakes he's made until he's about 30, 35, when he realized I was a real idiot and I look like a complete dumbass. That's when he's going to realize. He ain't going to realize that now because he's young. And when you're young, when you're that young, you just want to fight. You just want to fight, fight. You want to prove. You don't even know what you're fighting for. You just want to fight, fight. And that's what rushing does to you guys when you rush to do something. Not having patience, guys. Not having patience will have you doing something that you never thought you would do. You 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 never thought you would. You never thought you would be uh, uh, the person that you became, but you became that person. You became that person you don't like to look at in the mirror. You became that individual because you was rushing. I got to have it now. I got to have it now. Fuck, fuck later. I got to have it now. It don't work that way, guys. Life don't work that way. Yeah, I know you hear the rappers tell you, yeah, we got to have it now. Fuck later. Well, guess what? How many rappers... How many rappers that are popping right now? How many rappers that are really making money right now? And look at their age. They all young. They all young. And we look at Drake as 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 one of the uh, veterans in this game. And Drake is young. Drake is like 33, 34. Yeah, Drake young as fuck to me. I'm 30 years old. I don't, I don't feel old. I don't feel like I'm fucked up. I feel good at 30. I'm still feeling young. I still feel, I still got my wind about me. But I also know that I got my wind about me because I didn't rush. I didn't rush to be cool with the with the with the homies. I ain't I ain't try to I ain't try to uh, be a damn fool just to kick it with the just to kick it. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't I didn't do drugs with other people just to be cool, just to be in the in crowd. You see what I'm saying? I, I smoke weed when I when I started smoking weed. I smoked weed because I wanted to smoke weed. I wanted to try it. I told my brother. I told my I don't want to smoke weed. I don't want to try it. It wouldn't cause, oh man, they've been smoking all that weed, man. I just been I just been smelling that weed and damn, they, man, they just, man, they keep smoking weed. They gonna make me want to smoke weed. It wouldn't that. No, it would just oh, okay, they smoke weed, whatever, whatever. That's their thing. But when I wanted to start smoking weed, when I when I really said, you know what, let me try it. That was all me, guys. That was no influence from anybody but me. I I I was the individual that said, I wanna smoke weed. I wanna see what this is like. And the best thing I ever did, shit. <laughs> That's the best thing I ever did, guys. I I don't. I look at a lot of mistakes in my life. I don't look at smoking weed as one of them. I really felt like smoking weed opened up my mind a different way. It just did. I'm, I'm not saying it was my savior or nothing like that. Only God is my savior. But what I'm saying is, smoking weed it really calmed me down. And weed will really have you thinking, especially when you first start smoking weed, you really be thinking to yourself like, damn, I was I was a dumbass. Like, damn, why, why did I do that? Like, damn, you know, why did I do this? And it make you in a way it make you more confident 
in a way. It does. When you high and you feeling yourself, you're just confident. Now, you got to be careful. You don't want to get too confident and say some dumb shit or say some shit that's disrespectful or offensive. So, you know, you want to make sure you think before you speak. But you want to be patient. You want to you want to be calm. You kind of want to um, know your surroundings, know where you at, know your situation. Before you do anything, before you party, before you dance, before you smoke, before you drink, know where you at. And that's called patience. And that's called being observant. You know, when you patient, you observe things. You look around. You, you, you know, you take mental notes. You take a mental note, guys, of what's going on around you or what's going to be going on around you. You know, you kind of visualize what can happen right, what can happen wrong. That's what being a grown-up is. Realizing that shit can go wrong at any given time, any given where. That comes with patience, not rushing. Because when you're patient and you're not rushing, you'll see people making mistakes. You'll see the people who are non-patient. You'll see the people who want to rush. You'll see everybody rushing, 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 and you're going to see them fall right on their face. And you're going to be sitting there laughing and shit. Well, I'm not going to be laughing, but you might laugh depending on how depending on the severity of it. Now, if it's if it's if it's something crazy like, oh, man, this motherfucker, you know, he lost his family to the system because he was on drugs. I'm not going to laugh at that. But if this motherfucker, you know, fell on his ass because he feel like he could do a a backflip at 400 pounds, I'm probably going to laugh at him. Now, I'm going to ask if he's okay first, but I'm going to laugh at him because I'm going to say you knew better. Now, I'm not going to laugh at him far as like, ha, 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 and make him feel like the worst. But I'm going to laugh. I'm going to say, man, you good? And I'm going to kind of laugh a little bit like, man, you tripping, man. Come on, bro. You tripping. Come on. Let's get. Come on, man. Let's go smoke some weed, man. Let's go take a walk, man. Smoke some weed. Let's go chill, man. You know, things of that nature, guys. Because I know when you rush, that's the quickest way to lose. That's the quickest way to take a loss is rushing. That's the quickest way to lose, guys, is to rush and not give a fuck. So I challenge all of you to not rush. I challenge all of you, you know, this week, whatever, you know, be patient. Even if you have a busy, even if you have a busy week, take your time, man. Take your time. Don't unless you know exactly what the fuck you're doing, unless you know exactly, exactly what you're doing. Like you've been doing this job or you've been doing this. uh, You've been doing your habits every day. You know what your habits are. That's different. But I'm talking about taking time. I'm talking about taking your time and being patient on things that you know is going to change your life. You know, this is something uh, you know, this is a new experience that you're going to be dealing with when you're dealing with new experiences and you're taking on new ventures and things of that nature. You want to be patient, man. Just be patient. That's all I can be patient. Take notes. Humble yourself. Learn the game, man. Learn the fucking game, man. And whatever the fuck you're doing, learn that shit. Learn that shit. When a motherfucker asks you, man, what do you want out of this job the most? I want to learn this motherfucker in and out. If you want an interview, that's an easy way to get hired in an interview. When they ask you, what do you expect out of this job? I expect to learn the ins and outs. I expect to learn everything you teach me. I expect to come here and learn, humble myself, really learn what the fuck I got to do. The hell with the, the hell. We'll figure out the money. We'll figure out everything else later on about payments and raises and 
and promotions. We'll figure all that shit down the line. That that should have come. But at, right now, at this very moment, I'm learning everything about this motherfucker. Because I might learn something about myself while I'm learning this system. I might learn that shit. The hell with being a crew member. I need to be a manager. I need to be a supervisor. I might learn something like, damn, the hell with this job. I need to just go to school and do this job part time. Because I can see that the supervisor, I can do what the supervisors do. I just need their credentials. So that's just something for you guys to think about, man. You don't want to rush. Be patient. Your time going to come. And there will be a part two to this because I'm going to show you examples of how I was patient throughout the week. And I'm going to show you how my week, how my week flowed smoothly while I did that. Also, I'm going to show you guys what happened when I rushed. I know there's going to be something I rushed to do and I'm going to fuck up. And I'm going to tell you guys about it. It probably won't be nothing crazy or major because I'm going to try to do everything I can to not fuck up. But we all fuck up. So mistakes happen. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I love y'all. I'm about to cook this bomb-ass breakfast or dinner. I don't know. I might eat breakfast. I don't know. Because I ain't going to even tell you what time it is. So I could be eating breakfast for dinner, breakfast, lunch. But I'm going to do everything I can to keep this podcast episode timeless. You see what I'm saying? I mean, we got to keep this timeless, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to put too much dates on my shit. I just want this to be timeless, guys. You know, I love y'all. Y'all stay safe. Take care of your family. Be on your purpose. Be patient. Take your time. Observe. Take notes. Take mental notes. Build your brand. Build yourself up. And let's make let's make history, baby. Let's make history. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of This Week Flows. It is your host doing the most, Billy D. And I'm out this mother. <laughs>